Welcome to another field test. Yep. Hello. I'm Jack. I'm joined again by Christian and Tom. Evening. What up? Still here. <laughs> Good. How's your day's been? How's your week's been? It's been quite a while since we last recorded, actually. Longer than planned, I would say. Yeah, yeah, it has. And we're going to, I think the, the a vague plan is to work to an approximately two week release cycle. But sometimes, as I think I've found this time, life does get in the way. So it might be early, it might be quick. If we get yeah. loads done and then have loads of free time, we might record like three shows in one week. Who knows? Sure. Yeah, I second that. Yeah. Cool. What you been up to today? Uh, I I actually had the dentist today. Did you take? Did you leave work for it? Yeah, yeah. I had the day off, so I did that. I spent a bit of time with my family, and then I priced a job up. Dead sycamore that was over a house that I'm planning on winching back into the woods, and an oak that a guy wants reducing. Yeah, so basically dodging the storm. Storm Doris, is it? Storm Doris. Yeah. Storm Doris that we've had today. So we've had battering like, the coast. Yeah, like 20 mil of rain and like 50 it's been, mile it's, it's been bloody hell up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. stormy yeah. as. Yeah. Christian, what have you been up to today? Oh uh, man, I, I've had a day, I'll tell you. Like I, um, so I, I, I cut out this 20-odd uh, foot plank to go on this fishing boat. I'm, I'm still working on the same fishing boat that I was working on last podcast. Yeah, I think you said uh, last no. time, uh, but what wood are you using? For in the... um, I'm using larch. larch. using larch. Is but, that um, what you're cutting out and you're replacing with larch as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm cutting out and replacing it because it's all rotten. And uh, it hasn't been like painted properly or sealed or any of that kind of shit. And uh, but I had to spring off this this shear strake, which is like a it's probably like a six inch piece of wood, a six inch by like about eight inch uh, piece of wood. So I spring it off over about twenty foot. And uh, so this is a two man job that you were insisting on doing just on your own. No, well, like you know, I was I I just find it I, oh, I don't know. I just do it better by myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I just, I just spring the shear strake off over about twenty foot, and then replace a plank, and then glue it back on. But it like it was a bit stressful because I had all six flakes going off like constantly, and bulbs going in. I ended up smashing my thumb, and like yeah. But we, I got it done. So yeah. that's right. So yeah. damage report: you're intact except for one thumb and one toe. Yeah. Tom, damage: you're intact except for a tooth. Yeah, yeah, my tooth. That yeah, it's, it's all good. Uh, well, you'll be re- relieved to know that uh, I uh, still have that uh, supple complexion and yeah. soft skin. Uh, White his hands. Yeah, my uh, Jack, my... you look like you look like an elf. Like... <laughs> uh, well, I the today I had a couple of meetings and then I went to I went to view a property in town that I'm hoping I might be able to get cheap enough to open a little brewery tap room in town. Okay, that's Sick. cool. Yeah, but it's currently uh, I can't say too much about it because. I don't. I have no idea if it's going to be possible or not, but it's tricky in Falmouth to find somewhere that has the like a both just enough space to be usable, not too much space so as to be too expensive, but also then the tricky part is having a bit of outside space. So if people want to have a cigarette or sit yeah. outside and have a drink, that they can. Well, yeah. also also the place Sidetrance. That's the other thing. Yeah, that <laughs> might be on the cards yeah. <laughs> in the de- in the in the the blackest of nights <laughs> yeah um, so so yeah that's that brings everyone yeah up to today's yeah, date yeah. in february yeah but again it, yeah it's what third third of feb and it's dark outside yeah at jack's again overlooking the harbor again overlooking the harbor i actually i've got my uh, dad staying with me this week which is quite fun so i had a chat to him told him about the show he's quite interested he might make a guest he might do guest vocals at some point in the show <laughs> but we'll We'll bring you updates on that. We're as just and when. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We uh yeah, again, we've uh we've got we have three official confirmed listeners. Yeah, and th- thanks yeah. for the comments everyone. Which is pretty like I'm I'm actually pretty pleased that three people listen to the show. Yeah, yeah. We've got uh EDC Kydex, who I don't actually know that username's real name. His name's Alan. Alan. Okay. Hi Hi Alan. Uh, Hi Alan. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening. And Todd Hunt. Todd, yeah. Hi, Todd. Todd Hunt of uh, M18 Knife fame. Amongst other knives. Yeah, amongst other knives. That's the one yeah. that I know him for. Yeah. TM Hunt Custom Knives on Instagram. And also, I think that Murph tuned in. Off the back of our last show, we had a couple of good questions that would be like good to answer. Um, I think it was Murph that asked if we had access to military rations in the UK. As far as I'm aware, we do. You can buy them from um, eBay or I'm sure there's loads of other places. Surplus stores? Yeah, yeah, surplus stores. I don't know stores. if they're the same 
form as American MREs. I'm sure they're slightly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah There'll yeah. be like a US like standard yeah. issue and a, and a like, you know, US, uh, UK. And yeah. I'm sure like all countries have their own like version of, yeah, of yeah. their like, you know, ration yeah. packs. Ours will have like Yorkshire puddings and gravy. Yeah. Turn the owl. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> spotted dick. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know that they're. I think, actually, sorry to intercept you no, there. Go but for it. I think I've read books before, and they say that the um, the the troops would often trade. You know, like oh, yeah. you know, British and American troops would obviously they had different things, so that it would it would always be like something going on, like trading like ration packs and things like that. I'm going going slightly off piece a bit. I remember seeing that all English army tanks are equipped with a kettle, so that the uh, tank crews can drink tea while they're at work that's well it's, it's only civilised isn't it yeah, <laughs> but like that's that's yeah. so like British yeah. it is what the um, empire was well, built well we're not animals come on yeah. Like, yeah. but I don't know so I think that though these um, these uh, army meals and MREs are reasonably easy to access yeah definitely yeah, yeah. I don't know that they're an especially common trail food or no. camp food no no I've, I, I imagine I've, I've never really I've never really gone into the uh, ration packs like myself but I, I imagine off the top of my head that they're probably more expensive than than say like uh your average uh sort of trail food. Yeah, any yeah. other food. Yeah. yeah. Uh, actually for for Christmas I got bought some some like trail foods that have integral heat elements. Yeah. yeah, I haven't oh, tried yeah, the chemical you, you, reaction. You, 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 yeah, you like crack, crack a thermo- thing yeah. and it like warms things up. Yeah, yeah. They sound tasty, but I keep forgetting to pack them or do anything with them. One time we'll report on that, I expect. We also had a good, a really good question from Todd about what type of animals and wildlife we have to be cautious of in uh, in our climate and our location. And it's quite, it's a good question because it kind of got us thinking about how best to answer that. Because in, in well, I I think in Cornwall is pretty much nothing. Yeah. Like yeah. seagulls. Like if you leave, <laughs> yeah. if you leave your some seagull, crab out, like, a seagull, yeah. a seagull might take your pasty if you're yeah. in town. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was in Devon and. Um, this, I was sat on the um, beach with Lewis and um, this, like there was loads of seagulls just like like constantly like just eyeing everyone's meals up. But there's a woman and I can only assume they can gauge like, you know, skills, s- <laughs> skill sets of yeah. whoever's got the food. Yeah. And basically they, they um, attacked this woman and she, they got, they just basically bombed her and she like ended up ditching her like chips or whatever she had and she ran off the beach like pretty much screaming hmm. it was yeah. full on like it was D- dinosaurs it was, man they're, are they, like, they're dinosaurs well they are yeah yeah, yeah. they are linked to dinosaurs yeah. but in short although <clears throat> it's it's theoretically possible to encounter a venomous adder or to be trampled by cows which happens allegedly um, but so. in short there's there's very little uh, wildlife to worry yeah. about because I think because we're a small island. ancient island nation, all our wilderness has been tamed. Yeah. So like, you know, if you went back like hundreds of years, we, we had like wild boar, fox, wolves. We used to have bears in Scotland. Bears, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, all sorts of stuff. But we're so um, heavily populated now that all those kind of, you know, mm. animals have basically been extinct and driven off the land. Or domesticated. Yeah. Or, or domesticated. Yeah. We do have, uh, certainly in Scotland, uh, in summertime, midges, and around water in yeah. the yeah, English I mean, outdoors. I, I think, I think um, like, in, in Cornwall, we don't have to worry so much, like, because it's a pretty, you know, the... the, the, the um, we're like a peninsula jutting yeah, out yeah, into we're, the North we're, Atlantic. Yeah, we're a peninsula, so we're surrounded by sea, and so you've got sea breezes going, but, like, you, you move inland, like, if you, if you go to Dartmoor and things like that, you know, you, you definitely have... Uh, waterborne um insects and things like that that um can 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 be a nuisance but like it's is it's ne- it's never going to be like a danger it, no it would be irritating yeah like, but it's never going to be a danger you know sometimes owl man morgua yeah <laughs> True. The, 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 the local legends that yeah can there's like, local legends <laughs> there's some mythological creatures that exist locally one of which is owl man uh or we could do a whole sideshow on Owl man. On Owl man. <laughs> or on local Not to be myths. confused with Goat Man, who actually is real. <laughs> yeah. I've met him. Yeah, I've... I've, I've Beast of Bobman Moor. Beast of Bobman Moor. Beast of Dartmoor. The Beast of Bobman Moor is a panther that, like... Well, they they had some... They actually did have a panther on the moor the other day. 
that escaped. For real? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not just bullshitting. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's it's fact. Yeah, it escaped from like a zoo or something, and uh, it took like weeks and weeks and weeks till they actually caught it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think yeah. they should just let it go. They should just let it go. Well, it's like, oh, they, we got be, be, yeah, be well, more now. Yeah, yeah. R- realistically, you're much more likely to morgua. Well, the, the morgua is the sea serpent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I believe yeah. there's a on or around black rock somewhere. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. You, you see, you see, in, in Falmouth Bay, you see ripples every now and then, and they uh, they get bigger and bigger. And before oh, yeah. you know it, the Morgor is on you. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're much more likely to come to harm from exposure to the elements than from. I don't know, that's probably true in every wilderness, but almost exclusively from exposure than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, caught, it's, it's pretty much like. Yeah. I mean, you, you can expect it to be. And at any time of the year here, you can expect it to be kind of cold and wet. Like, yeah. and like, it doesn't matter what time of year you think. If you if you're going out, if you're going out for more than like a week, um, you know, you, you don't really have that like that good of uh, forecast, you know, because you're looking a week ahead. So you can you, you can pretty much pack for coldish, yeah, wettish, windyish mm. weather. You know, yeah, we are, yeah, we're on a wet, windy uh, peninsula. Yeah. yeah, but uh, thanks very much for that question because it yeah. got us chatting and thinking like about it in a way that we never really have done before. Mm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's kind of harrowing to think, you know, what it feels a little bit like we're missing out. on obviously we feel a sense of missing out on the wilderness, but you know, on the variety of creatures that you might encounter as well, it's really limited here. Mm. <clears throat> right. Well, that that's um, all our follow up from the last show. So we uh, we're going to get into the meat of this week's episode or this yeah. episode we're going to start with our trip report or trip roundup tom and i have very little to contribute to this trip report <laughs> yeah. but there's no need to worry because christian has got enough trips under his belt <laughs> since the last show for at least three podcast hosts <laughs> yeah uh, so <laughs> uh apologies and enjoy christian what have you got okay so i decided uh so I think we've been two weeks off uh, since we last did a podcast, and the weekend after we did the last podcast, I I wanted to do a long walk. So I I um, I decided I was going to do the uh, thing called the Saints Way, which goes from um, uh, it goes from Padstow in Cornwall on the north coast of Cornwall to Foy on the south coast of Cornwall, and. Um, so yeah, so I I decided I was going to do that. So I I I, uh, I woke up. I fin- finished work on Friday. Had had an early night. Like w- went 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 down to the supermarket, got my food and stuff, and um, and uh, and uh, woke up the next day. And then I've because so so because 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 Cornwall was kind of isolated in in terms of uh, public transport. I I kind of had to think out my public transport a little bit, kind of clever. As, especially because I'd be finishing, I'd be finishing my hike on a Sunday, when public transport is even more limited than than a normal, uh, uh, you know, working week. So, so I I decided to finish. I, I decided to, um, there's a place called uh, Saint Austell, which is about uh, half an hour away from where I live. Um, so I decided to start start uh, leave my car there, and then and then there's good train links to uh bodmin and then a bus from bodmin to padstow which is on the north coast and then and then when i finished my walk i could get uh i could get a a bus from uh foy to to bodmin um uh to st Austell, sorry so anyway i i i i i i I woke up early in the morning like really early in the morning i drove up to st Austell and uh and and uh ended up missing my train and uh, so I I'd, I'd wait for an hour at uh, uh, St Austell, and then I, I miss I miss so I miss my bus connection, and uh, and and I had to wait for an hour there, and and then and then uh, so I didn't end up leaving Padstow till half past eleven, and um, anyway so so I was I, I was like walking and uh, got dark, and so I was I was walking with my like he- headlamp on like d- down some roads. It was quite a lot of road walking actually. Like the the does the, it go the, down the, way. the or does it follow the Foy River? Or was that like Lost Bothell? Uh, no, route? so you, it was actually the 
trading route. It's a really ancient route. It's uh, the trading route from from Ireland uh, and Wales, and uh, to for trading like sheep and stuff like that. Huh. The other name name for it is the, the Drover's Way, like uh, like driving things, you know, like driving sheep down through Cornwall and then across to uh, to Foy, where 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 they're taking them across to Europe. And uh, so it's a really ancient route. Like it's been going for like hundreds and hundreds of years. Wow. And uh, yeah, now, a lot of it's been turned into road, which was like really hard on my feet. Like yeah. it, I kind of felt it, you know. And um, um, what footwear were you wearing? Uh, I, was, I know we we have had an inquiry about footwear in the past. We're not ready to get too deep into it, but okay. So I was I was wearing a pair of uh, uh, I was wearing uh, La Sportiva Wildcats uh, two is that a, a boot a shoe. Uh, it's, it's, it's a trail runner, um, but I I've is. I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's a great a great shoe and I've heard good things about it but like it was always a shoe that I, I, I bought a little bit too small you know and I and uh, I should have got bigger at the time but like I've worn it until they've split out the sides and it's been good and uh, but I've I've just bought a pair of Ultras and uh, Ultra Ultra Lone Peak 2.5s automatically they, they, they feel better like yeah. I, I bought them half size too big as well and, uh, um, and, and what socks were you wearing on this trip? Um, I was wearing uh, Darn Tufts uh, Darn tough quarter cushion, quarter cushion, uh, uh, you know, sh- short length kind of thing. Yeah, synthetic. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, uh, synthetic wool. Uh, they're, they're the wool. They're, yeah, they're, 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 they're merino wool. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, when yeah. do your feet generally warm and dry enough? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, they're they're trail runners, so, so they get cold when you stop. Yeah. You know, but like. I I I think I think the point of trail runners is that like you kind of are, are for people who are walking. You know, like if if like in in, in this climate in this climate, you know, if it it, it depends on the and the kind of hiking you're doing. You know, if 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 you're wearing boots, then then you can probably you can probably keep your feet warmer for longer. But like if 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 you're intent on walking for thirty miles, making distance, and, and yeah, yeah. yeah and like making distance, and then and then as soon as you as soon as you want to go to bed. Setting up your tent, getting into your sleeping bag. You know, you d- you don't need warm footwear. No. You don't need warm anything. That like, makes a lot of sense. Know, yeah, you just jump into your sleeping bag. You know. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So so so. I mean, I mean that that was pretty hard. But um, and I I ended up because, because I mean we we we've we've got short days at the moment. You know because it's it's winter, and uh, so so I end I end up because I started so late. I ended up walking into the night quite late, and um. Cause I mean I'm I've, I I felt I felt fine you know I, I didn't feel tired or anything like that and um I was I was quite happy to walk but I did I didn't, I felt a bit sketchy like walking down dark roads with like a headlamp on you know and I, I and in, 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 like the 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 trail is like well signposted but like I ended up missing missing signposts but, but because I because I couldn't see the signpost because I was using a headlamp you yeah. Know? And, well, and what, um, how are you? Did you have a map or using phone to navigate? Oh, or so, just so, trail so signs? I, 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 I had, I had. The, there's a really good website actually. Uh, we should put a link to this in. We'll put a link in, in the yeah, show notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's called Orcs Maps, and um, I've, I've got an Android phone, and uh, it's, it's all, it's, it's all free, and um, it's, 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 it's got some really good. Uh, um, so it's, you can download GPX files to it and and i I was i was just following this gpx file so like i wouldn't have it in my hand all the time like 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 uh when i was walking down the road i ended up walking half a mile the wrong way and i was just like oh like when do i get off this get off this bloody road so i'm not walking in the dark i looked at my phone i was like oh shit i've walked half a mile the wrong way and then i had to walk back again and then go off another turning and um yeah it was a nice walk you know i I had fun yeah yeah um and how many miles did you cover so on the first day, I uh, I did that was like twenty miles, and then the next day I did like eight or ten to Foy, and uh, yeah I did that. But yeah, but that was cool. It was all it was all pretty easy. Nice. That's yeah. about fifty yeah. kilometers for our Japanese and European listeners. Yeah. Last weekend I went for a camp by myself down at our local woods where 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 we were camping, and I was uh, surprised that uh, I didn't expect you to be camping that weekend or camping at the. Uh, same spot or the spot you chose no nah, because it was it was kind of last uh, it was a last minute kind of thing and i was just like all of a sudden i was kind of like you know what i'm just gonna do camping you know and it was an easy place i knew i could have a fire yeah. i didn't have to worry about anything i could just like, go there and go camping you know and um i arrived there early because i was like i want to get it nice and early so i can, so I can uh you know get some firewood to make a fire 
and uh, I gathered loads of sticks and stuff like that, and I got some nice bits of uh, oak hardwood that we talked in, refer to last week's podcast, and uh, I got a load of good bits of uh, good bits of wood, and uh, I, I tried to light them fire, and I, I bought I bought some bought with me some uh, bits of uh, shredded up bike inner tube, you know, cause it, like you know, it's just easy to light fire, and uh, and and um, my 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 lighter ran out of gas, and I was like. Oh shit! Like, and uh, I had I had a pizza with me, and uh, I was like, I was gonna get the pizza on the fire, and uh, and I was like, shit. And then I, I I was considering just like packing it in. I was considering just like, oh man, I'm just, I'm just gonna go home. Like, I, I can't even I can't lie, because it was getting cold and getting dark by that point. And I was I was like, oh, I'm I'm just gonna go home. And then I was like, remembered like there was a little village like just down the road. So I so I, I walked back to my car, which is probably about like. How far is that? Like fifteen minute walk or something. Like yeah, that? yeah. But it's actually about twenty five minute walk. It's about yeah. um, a mile and a half, maybe two miles, yeah. I think. Yeah, and then so, so I walked out my car, and then I, I drove to Morgan. You know, you know Morgan. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I drove there, and and I stopped in there, and I bought a lighter, and they had, they had bags of kindling outside. So, so <laughs> Don't tell me you bought a bag of kindling. So I bought a bag of kindling. <laughs> For fuck's sake! Yeah. It's bad enough that you only had one lighter. <laughs> no, but you know. The, 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 there comes a point when, like, I, I've given <laughs> up being a bushcrafter. I've, I've been up being a bushcrafter, and 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 all I want to do is just sit around a fire with a beer, you know. And I don't, I don't really care anymore, you know. Yeah. So, 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 so I was like, I was just like, fuck it. So I bought a bag of kindling, carried that bag down to me, like five bits of kindling, and got everything going, and I could just well, sit around the fire like and have a, a nice time. Probably know? that trip's now another hour and fifteen minutes, like maybe an hour and a half from yeah. departing the camp. Did you break down the camp or leave everything in situ? I just left them in there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I actually, the, the, there was something, there was something I going to talk about actually that, um, kind of um, like got me thinking and, uh, it was, it was to do with, uh, my, um, uh, like where did I walk? Jermaine. Like the, no, the first oh, one. Oh, the, um, Snostal to yeah, Foy? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's to Foy. I was, I, I was, I, I was, I was walking along in, um, and I was walking along and, and, and all of a sudden I had like, <laughs> He's making like, like, like funny sort of actions with his yeah, arms, like yeah, he's yeah. sort of praying or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and and all all it was was pheasants flying out of the hedges, oh, yeah. and it was going like, like that for like ages, all, all 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 the time when I was walking walking down this like along the edge of this field, I haven't for ages, and all of a sudden I realised it was in it was in like a shoeing area, you know, they have bees yeah, for like yeah. shoes, and and then and then I kind of. I walked out of the fields and I walked down past the thing and there was all these people like in like kind of leather jackets and like with shotguns like walking around going like we're like like what are you doing here? And I was just like just walking around like oh no I've got lost. <laughs> so anyway, that was that that was my that that was my, uh, that, that, that was my uh, pasto to foy walk and my little uh, train camp and I'm I'm, I'm pl- actually planning on this weekend and uh, I'll cover that next week tune in yeah whoa whoa, whoa but don't spoil the <laughs> don't spoil, whoa 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 <laughs> don't spoil the part of the show where we tell you what we're going to do on the next show yeah. right, <laughs> hold sorry. your horses yeah well thanks christian that's pretty exciting um so this brings us on to our skill section where we uh, each show we try and look at a different aspect of camping or hiking and um you know talk about our interpretation of it and um you know what we know and some of the stuff we probably get right and hit on the head and some of the stuff we might be wider than Mark on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're three people discussing our opinions and experiences, and uh, also we want to we want to kind of project this uh, conversation to outside of this room and to anyone who cares to listen. So, you know, feel free to uh, leave comments. Yeah, man. Or, or, get involved. Yeah, yeah get involved. And yeah. and you know, like I say, we want to kind of make it. A conversation this amongst. Is, this is only our opinions. This is all our opinions. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I yeah. will add the disclaimer though. That I've never really taken criticism that well. So <laughs> if Jack, you could, Jack may cry. No, so if you could, if you do have a, like a valid criticism, if you could dress it up as a compliment. Yeah. So that because yeah. I'm just I'm, for Jack. I'm the one most likely to intercept the person who intercepted the earliest. Yeah, exactly. So that'd be. I'd appreciate that. Yeah, but we're definitely welcomers of comments and criticism, whether it's you know constructive or otherwise. So. Mainly compliments. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so uh, this time we're going to be talking about how to select a pitch. Um, you know where to, depending on if you're uh, ground dwelling or hammocking, 
Um, there's a number of factors that can make certain areas uh, suitable or unsuitable or more suitable or less suitable for that discipline. We obviously, if you camp at a campsite, you have pitches marked out for you when that's not what we're talking about we are talking about wilderness camping which, we, 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 which generally tend to be horrible because you, you you're camping on uh hard packed soil which a hundred other people have been been camping on yeah you know uh, it's not it's camping. not even relevant to what to us so it's not something we're even going to touch on yeah but you know? just yeah just clear, making that clear and uh, because there's so little available and accessible land to wild camp on for or it feels that way anyway. Pitch selection is actually quite critical because you've got quite a, like a small amount of things to, or space and area to choose from. One of the th- first things to consider, I think, is the like the physical properties of the ground. There's there's so much variety from you know you've got you obviously if you're if your path if you're trekking on paths you don't want to camp across a path like you you're likely to annoy other walkers. Yeah, I suppose that would be one of the main you know things to consider is not so much whose land you're on and whether or not they're going to mind but whether or not you're going to be seen because there's very few places that you can legitimately actually camp so it's more about setting your camp up late and leaving early the next day yeah and operating an an lnt or a leave no trace um, yeah sure uh policy yeah exactly with, As we said um, previously, yeah, but even with even you know being conscientious, responsible outdoors people, if you uh, like, you can still upset a landowner just by your very presence. So, choosing or exercising discretion with your pitches can go a long way towards keeping you out of trouble. Yeah, yeah, I or keeping below the radar. Yeah, I agree. So, with that in mind, I think probably one of the biggest things that you want to consider are the elements. So, you know, it's always good if you've got a rough idea of what the weather's going to throw at you, you know. It's it's much harder on a multi-day trip, but if you're going to go out for one or two nights, it's, you know, you want to study the weather, in particular, like wind and rain, which is a pretty common feature. But obviously, wind, you're going to try and find some natural shelter, whether it's a hedgerow, wall, the lay of the land itself, you know, a copse of woodland or you know anything any sort of natural protection is something you're gonna you know rocks yeah rocks anything yeah. like that is, is gonna is gonna assist you in protecting you against the wind often as well like it's important to uh orient and orient your shelter so that it's it if you if there's a prevalent wind which always seems to change in the middle of the night whichever direction you pitch your shelter but if you put it so that it has its best wind shedding properties or if you're able to put it, so it, it sheds wind best, um, or it's, it's most shedding side to windward. Yeah, and that sure. will give you a much. Um, I, think, yeah. I, mean, I mean, every shelter is going to have a best side to a weak, a weak side, yeah, and a, a weak strong side, strong side. side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you're going to try and point the shelter, um, so the door is facing the same direction the wind is going. Obviously, you're not going to want the wind blowing straight inside your shelter and you need to consider what what that wind direction is and and if it's going to change and stuff like that uh rain um you you want to find a place that has well draining terrain or flat ground or a slight high spot for example so you know if it does absolutely piss it down you want to consider what is going to happen to that water you want to imagine like if you're rain, like where are you gonna go? You know, like if yeah. if, if 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 you camp if you camped on in a dip, like obviously you're gonna Gully. create a puddle. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah we- it's like camp 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 on a slight slope or like on a high ground around uh, like on a little island. You know, yeah. kind of around a little yeah. moat, sort of. Yeah. If you imagine it, kind of thing. We yeah. don't have a type of uh, climate where you're likely to experience like severe flooding, but you might experience. You know enough Heavy flood. Rainfall. Yeah, if you if you're pitched in somewhere that the water level will raise slightly, that'll be enough to ruin your night. Oh yeah, totally. Oh mate, I've I've I've, I've 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 camped in uh, I've I've had in uh, my trail star MLD trail star. I I and uh, I had, uh, luckily I had a bivy bag, but like I I was camped in a storm and uh, all it just the the part I was I was camped below a path and the path just flooded 
and just washed out all my pegs. And uh, all, I, all, all, all I did is just like grabbed all the corners of my thing. The pole in the middle was still standing up. I grabbed all my pegs and just pulled them all underneath me and just lied on top of them. And it was like, uh, hurry up and be in the morning because well, this? this sucks. Uh, this is down in Pov Levin. Oh, the really? Storm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, don't camp in any gullies or ditches or dips. Another thing you can consider is what the ground is like. You know, you don't really want to sleep on something that, for example, is like a rock or scree or anything like that because it's gonna like you know just not gonna be the best night's sleep. It can um, either yeah, it can either make your your night's sleep less comfortable, or it can damage your gear. And sometimes, like this, this all assumes a lot about you having the luxury of choice. Yeah, um, and you you may have the terrain maybe all scree, all spiky sharp rocks. Well, I mean, for for for, for, for example, like when 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 I when I did the um, Passage de Foy walk, um, I, I I was walking. It was like dark, and uh, I was kind of just like kind of going, oh, you know, I've been good to find somewhere to camp right by now. <laughs> and um, I, 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 found, I found a nice place, and I, I knew I knew my tent door would be facing east to like see the sunrise. And uh, but I was camped on top of a tour where there was not much, uh, not much soil, and it was rock like shallow. And um, we'll post, uh, uh, we'll try and link a photo of that pitch because it was quite. Uh, we were from our, the comfort of our uh, weekends not camping. Uh, we yeah. Christian kindly sent us a photo. Yeah, I was like, Tom likes to froth look, over. Look, 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 you're a missing old boy. Yeah. Old boy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, so anyway, so the 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 soil was pretty shallow, and um and and um, I did get cold during the night, and I think it was from the rocks cooling down, you know. Yeah. And uh, but I've 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 camped on top of rocks in Australia, and I thought the same thing, and then I've just been warm all night because the rocks just as like. I I I guess I guess there's kind of a thing I I don't know the science behind it but like you know you you've got a thing where like rock rocks are absorbing off heat to keep you warm all night yeah it's like which, a... which I I've kept on I've camped on rocks and it's kept me warm all night and then I've camped on rocks and it's kept me was I've been cold you know yeah it's maybe cooled down sort of latent yeah. heat yeah, or... yeah yeah I I don't know the yeah. science behind it but like yeah yeah um another thing to consider is uh, pointy things like um. Porcupines, porcupines, holly leaves, buckthorn, uh, gorse, um, anything like that that can you know damage your shelter or you know what you're sleeping on, and especially if you're using something like a inflatable pad, because if it gets punctured then and you haven't got a punch repair kit, that's going to really like jeopardise your um, your night's sleep basically. Speaking of things that can jeopardise your shelter or compromise. Your equipment. If you're camping under a wood canopy, quite important whether you're in a hammock or on the ground, just to keep an eye on what to, you know, have regard for Be what's vigilant. above you, and if there's much dead wood, and oh, if mate, it's likely mate, that mate, something's going to, which is mate, probably the biggest mate, mate, biggest concern uh, for a hammock. Uh, uh, it's, it's a big concern for anyone. That, that that'll kill you outright. Like that's that's that, that's kind of number one. Is is like look above you. Like the, the, I, mean, I mean, it wasn't even that. Like it was a few months ago. Um, I, I think it was in Minnesota. Um, uh, um, uh, like a dad and and his son were like, I think one of them was killed and one of them was like badly hurt, like broken back or something like that from a tree falling on their falling on them. And um, so that, I mean, I mean that, that that's like num- number one, like like widow makers, like number one, just yeah. just look above you, you know. On the flip side, uh, camping under uh, forest canopy or in woodland. Will often uh, reward you with a, a slight increase in temperature overnight because mm. there's less air movement and it's it sort of the canopy traps a layer of air which insulates you from the cooler well, it's, air. It's, 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 it's like radiant uh, temperature loss because you've you've got like uh, the earth uh, as 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 the earth uh, becomes nighttime um, you've got like uh, any, uh, heat loss from 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 the ground. And uh, less if it gets if if you're in an open field, it's all just gonna go into space, you know. But if 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 you if you've got tree cover, is uh, a lot of it's gonna be bounced back off the tree cover, back to you. So it's gonna be a it's, it's gonna be a warmer and the ambient temperature 
than like a field you yeah. know and uh and also that uh, i mean that that's also going to help with condensation as well in in like a single skin tent or yeah. inside of a tarp or something like that you know is uh a, a warmer temperatures uh you know less chance of condensation that kind of thing mm. yeah and sometimes you can find rain like um i can't think what it's called but it's like like a like a spongy shrubby like, yeah it might be heather um, but you see it on corner tops quite a lot. Oh, hi, Heather, by the way. Yeah. Hello, Heather. We miss you. <laughs> miss you yeah. too. We could do with an expert fact checker <laughs> yeah. and general ringleader. But, uh, oh, yeah. So you could, if you can find this sort of like a spongy, dense um, heather-like plant, um, you can actually camp on it. And that provides you a really good insulation layer over the ground. Mm. So you can probably get away without a sleep mat. No, totally. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, soft yeah. enough. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah, it's real good. No, nah, man, if, if if you're smart, man, you don't even need a sleeping mat. Like I tell you, like yeah, like you 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 you, you can do like uh, like you know the duff from uh, you know um, leaf le- leaf duff. And what is like, duff? Duff, which is it's basically leaf matter and you know like organic material, just organic like matter. Yeah, crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ground cover, like in the woods. Yeah, yeah. One last thing to um, mention is that it's quite important to uh, when pitching a tent, if you've got a single wall shelter, um, to ensure you've got some airflow as long as the sort of the weather permits it, to help keep that condensation to a minimum. Yeah, it's certainly. Like, well, I, I, I think, I think um, a, a lot of single wall showers are. Um, like you know with ultra with, with uh, a lightweight in mind and uh they, they have like they're, they're generally um well in, in my experience uh pitched with tracking poles so so uh you've got a adjustable height and a lot of time like i've i, I i've I, i've been using a lot recently um uh, uh six moon design luna solo and um you 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 can adjust the uh central tracking pole and it can you and it's got um, mosquito netting around the sides, and um, that that allows that that kind of regulates ha- how much uh, airflow you have going through the tent. And um, so if it's stormy, pitch it low to the ground, like you know. And uh, if 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 you've got light light airs, pitch it high, and because uh, you're trying to promote as much uh, wind flow as you can get to cut down um insulation yeah, blow away the humid, yeah yeah humid to, to, yeah to blow away the humid yeah exactly yeah 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 mm. yeah i i think i think to, to kind of to come up sum up campsite selection the 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 the, the, the better you get at a campsite selection the the less you can get away with like you know yeah you, 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 you can get away with a tarp and like and and that kind of thing um if 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 you are kind of canny about like yeah. where 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 you, pitch, where you pitch, you know, you're kind yeah. of replacing the weight of a heavier, <laughs> more durable shelter with natural elements. And yeah, and and, features. With, and with intelligence as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Knowledge, knowledge yeah. is exactly. nothing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, a really skilled top uh, rigger, rigger would you know he can get away with carrying something pretty light and utilizing Hang- handkerchief. Yeah, like a handkerchief. <laughs> would, you, would you say that um, more experience and um, like more care when it comes to pitch selection, would you say that it increases the amount of places you can camp? Or would you say it reduces the amount of places you would choose to pitch? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I just thought of that because I'm like, yeah. what does it make you... Like, it, if you if you're Both. completely yeah if you're completely oblivious you might just like throw it down your tent yeah, anywhere um but like yeah. or does it like free you are you able to access more like technically yeah. i i've yeah I, I've, I i i i i kind of feel like you you you'd possibly if if you had if if you got a tent that can stand up to anything then you you and and but you know it's going to be like 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 maybe you know it's going to blow a gale during the night but it's going to be clear during the morning so, so you can you can pitch your tent during the night, blowing a gale, and you can wake up to an amazing sunrise during the morning. Um, Following up from that, I um I'd just like to say that for all these like real physical um, qualities that you look for in a pitch, there's something to be said for putting a tent or your shelter somewhere where you get a nice view. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah, I think we're going to move on from tent pitches and hammock pitches. We didn't really do too much on hammock pitches. We might have to come back to that. No, well, I think... You I, know, I think hammocks need to be another section. Yeah. We, we yeah, do another sure. section yeah. on hammocks. Yeah, 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 yeah cool. Yeah. 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 Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to do a deep dive onto into some backpacks. 
We'll speak to you soon. And we're back. We're just starting the section where we look at a selection of backpacks that have brought us here. Much like the this big stoves expose, Christian has arrived in the lab, uh, in the studio, with more backpacks than I have ever seen in <laughs> one place. Like more high-end technical carry than like REI. Uh, so because of that, we're going to hand over to Christian. He's going to, I think Christian's going to take us through in chronological order his journey. Uh, yeah, his backpack journey. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I, I guess I kind of started out with um, I, I I had a probably about like may, maybe ten years ago. I, I had a I had a back a backpack by uh, Detour. Um, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that, but like. It was it was it was a heavy backpack, but I I thought that's kind of what I needed. And then I had a big heavy Trangier stove, and I had like a, it was I it was it was it's a tent I still got now, a Terranova Voyager, and uh, it, but it weighed like two and a half kilos, and um, which at the time was like probably acceptable. in the ultra like was it ultra light in the category? Uh, well, the, the, it, it it told me it, it said it was ultra yeah, light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 I had that, and I'd, I'd go like I went, I went off for like three days, like walking along the southwest coastal path, and um, I was, I was like loaded up, and and I would, I would like, I, I, I remember quite clearly, like, like getting, getting, it was, it was getting dark, so I was like, oh, I, I, I pitched my tent, and uh, I took my bag off my back, and I ran forwards, and I did like a flying dive. Like as soon as I took my back backpack off, um, just just because I was like I was I was so used to leaning forward with that with that weight on my backpack uh, on my back on my back that like I I I was as soon as I took it off I just ran forward and did a forward dive and like landed on my like front the imbalance and, uh, yeah just the imbalance of of doing that and um and uh and 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 since then I've I've been trying to like reduce my reduce my weight and it's it's been kind of a a, a, a gradual process and um one of one of the three like if you're considering making your uh trip lighter the three one of the th- three of the main things are your backpack your sleeping bag and your shelter yeah well it's it's, it's, it's like your, your 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 big three and um i've 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 i've, I've kind of have had a, a development through through the kind of bags and um i've been taking bud light yeah <laughs> <laughs> when they do bud ultra light <laughs> then, uh, believe me, I'll be all over that. Um, so, so, so the, the, I, I, I think the bag I, I kind of got like after, after I realised that I, I, I could do something better than than that was uh, an Osprey Exos uh, forty six, I think it is, and and it's kind of like I, 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 it's, I, and it's regarded as an internal frame backpack, even though the frame is kind of external. Um, but like I had I had this bag. It weighs it weighs like I think just over a kilo, and um, I I was use it without without the brain, um, just because I I I I kind of find the brain on a backpack is uh, an extra place to put like crap, and you you end up just filling it up with stuff, and like um, spare batteries. Yeah, it's spare batteries, like you know knives, like whatever, just just putting crap in it, and um, and it's 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 a kind of theme that like. You know, extra extra space in pockets is just means you're going to carry extra stuff. You know, and um, I I I used this backpack for a long time, and uh, I'd I'd done quite a few miles with it, and then and then decided like I wanted to try something lighter, so I I I I, I bought a, a Granite Gear Crown VC60, and um, and uh, I really like this backpack. Like that's well, like a. a Something, so, 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 so is it frameless that one? Um, yeah, so yeah. So, you've, so, gone, so you've gone from the from, from a rubber, yeah, yeah I'll spray with a rigid, rigid aluminium frame. Yeah, to, 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 to your to, first to, frameless pack. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. no. This, this, this uh, a, a Granite Gear VC60 technically has a frame, okay. but like, but like, it's a plastic. Um, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a plastic kind of insert that you can remove. Okay, and um, I've, 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 I found myself most of the time removing the plastic insert and also it's got a removal hip belt 
and 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 the idea is that you can uh, remove the hip belt and like swap it in for um different sized like you know waists I, I, and um so i i i found myself most of the time to be honest with you like removing the hip belt removing the plastic insert and using and 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 never using anywhere near 60 liters it would always like roll down massively and um but i i i i love i love i love the big stretchy side pockets for water bottles and the big stretchy back pocket um for, so i like for, the for, idea for, of having a roll top pack um but you were saying how because you weren't using it to its full yeah. capacity you yeah. spent more time rolling and rolling and rolling and unrolling and unrolling yeah. and unrolling than but, actually but getting i I, I, I think i think i think that's part of like if 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 you if you if you're backpacking like like you know if you're walking all day every day is 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 also trying to organize your things so you don't have to like like un unrolling and unroll like rolling up and unrolling the main compartment shouldn't really be a problem because i i i should be able to access everything i want in the day on the outside of the pack you know and and and, and accessing the main pack should should be a nighttime thing you know like i i'm 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 setting up a camp and i need to get access to the main thing you should, you, you, you if 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 you want to if you want to if you want to do a lot of miles you should, you, you you should be able to access all your food from the outside. Of the, well, and th this is my opinion, but you should, you, should, you should be able to access all your food from the outside of the pack, um, your water, your water treatment, like um, all, all your other stuff from the outside of the pack. And, and like you've got your sleeping bag, your, like, your warm clothes, your tent, like inside the main pack. Um, Often think the only other item that you may want access to um could be like a waterproof, but most packs these days have a massive stretchy pocket on the front, and I found that a really good place to just stuff yeah. for like a rain jacket if yeah. you thought it was going to rain. I would, I would, I would, I would post to going into. The I, would, I would, I would, I would, I would, I would say for a hiking pack, like all my hiking parts, like the the, the Osprey, the Granite Gear, of of of, of all uh, like in common, they 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 they've got good side side pockets for water bottles. ULA and uh, the ULA, yeah, they they and. Um, and so, so, so some other bags we're going to talk about in a minute. Do you ever <laughs> use a, um, a hydration bladder? Uh, I, I have got I have got a Camelback three liter Camelback, but um, I I never really got like I I, I got it because at the time I thought that like it would it would it would make life easier, but like I I, I kind of the, the 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 main the main problem I have with it is I didn't really know how much water I had left in the cam left in the camelback yeah. which, which 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 is quite a big like thing you know and um whereas if if you got like a plastic bottle you, you can look at it and go like okay i've got like about this much left you know and you know exactly like just by looking at it like where where whereas and then and then if you got to fill like coming back up you got like pull out your bag and yeah. then like if if you got a frameless bag like everything gets mucked up and like oh it's just it's just a pain in the ass the only other thing that i've 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 never used one but something that puts me off them is the hygiene you know like the faff of cleaning them and yeah you know cl like cleaning out the pipes yeah i'm not particularly hygienic so i never really bothered in that and I, didn't, I didn't get sick but like i i didn't use it for that long i used it for maybe like a year and <laughs> never cleaned oh, it oh jesus <laughs> and then, uh, good god <laughs> by the way if you good don't god, know, man by the way christian has them a uh, immune system that's unlike any other human. It's probably more likened to like a dog or something, or like one of those uh, hardy bacteria. Uh, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cri 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 cryptosporidium. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cryptosporidium. <laughs> yeah. You can survive a journey yeah. on the outside of a spaceship. So what so, pack are we up to? So anyway, so I'm 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 onto the, I'm onto the granite gear. So I add the granite gear, and then I just I just never really like. I was I was using it I was using it without the back panel I was using it without the hip belt and, and that's your always, second granite was, gear right your sorry? second that's your second granite gear of that that same model yeah yeah I've, I I had I had I had like years ago before like so I went to like um, a few years ago I went to I, le I left Cornwall and went to went on, uh, went to India and then I went to Thailand and then I went to Australia and uh, but I left I left um, before I left before I left Cornwall I had I had a granite a granite gear uh crown vc60 and uh but it was in a long back length and uh because i thought that's the back length i needed and uh it turned out to be too long for my back but i, I always really loved the bag so so anyway i i i came i came back and I, I bought i bought another one but in a medium back length and it fit me a lot better but i i i, I just reduced everything i needed by like 
way way more so so i, I, I bought a uh i bought a gosmo gear uh kumo and uh i, I love I, lo- I love this backpack it is it's um it really is a very good looking pack it's 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 it's, it's you know it, it it does everything i need i need to do like it's got it's got a big stretchy front mesh pocket it's got like good water bottle pockets it's it's got like what one one thing I really love about love about the back panel of it is it's got a stretchy it's got two we 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 put a photograph on on uh, on on the thing but um Instagram it's, it's, yeah 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 it's 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 got, it's got like a stretchy kind of mesh pocket on the for the back panel because like if 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 you're using a fr- frameless uh a, fr- a, fr- a frameless um backpack you know you're using you're using your uh your, your your sleeping pad as uh, as the back panel, and 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 this has got like a uh, you know pockets pockets. Gosma Gear basically has two stretchy pockets that accommodates a sleeping pad, but it's external, so you can you can insert it into the pack or remove it without having to go into the main compartment. And on the Southwest Coastal Path walk that I did, I used the ULA CDT. And that pack requires you to put the sleep pad inside the pack. So when you're packing up, when you're packing all your gear into your bag, the first thing you put in is the sleep pad. And that means that basically you're sat, left sat on the floor with no insulation. And I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty it's uncomfortable. Mi- it's, it's, I mean, it's a minor thing, but like, you know, it, it yeah. all adds up, doesn't it? It's, you know? a, it's yeah. definitely a, a well thought out feature yeah, yeah, to yeah. Uh, that customer gear pack. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I'd have to... I'd have to put that in and then just be left sat on the floor, whereas Christian can stow all of his equipment inside the pack and then and then he can put that um, sleep pad into the pack as the last thing, which is a really nice feature. And 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 also also it means like a, a lot of times like um, you might you might have like a, a sit pad a separate sit pad for for um, sitting on or whatever. Um, whereas I, 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 if if I'm using a closed cell foam pad, I, I I I can have I can have that as as my sit pad, and then if I if I sit down for a break, I, I can just whip that out and then just like put it on the floor. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not I'm not pulling out my sleeping pad from like the middle of the pack and then yeah, like because mucking up all my sleeping like mucking up my pack structure. And if you do that, if you pull your sleep pad out or like in my um, pack, for example. It's an absolute ball ache to insert it back into a, f- a loaded pack. It's yeah. basically impossible. Mm. So um, what I ended up doing was carrying a separate little piece of uh, sleep pad, like it was I don't know, it was about twelve inches by like I don't know, maybe ten, and that would be what I would use to sit on. Um, yeah. So it's just slightly just some redundancy. Yeah, redundancy. Yeah. Yeah. I I I've, I I I think probably. In, well, in, in in my mind, the if if you want to go if you want to go lightweight or like ultra lightweight, is 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 just carrying like as as little as you can, but still be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think that's the key. That, that that's the key to it. You know, like yeah, j- j- yeah, just, totally. Is, uh, j- 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 just just like th- think about every little piece of component you've got, and and just think like, do I need this thing or like is is am I just being silly? Here, you know. Yeah, and I think also, yeah, it's a, you've got to be comfortable because the whole point of it is that it's fun. But I don't mean comfortable as in like pillows and things. I mean comfortable as in you're not like having a shit time. Um, but I, 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 I don't know if comfortable is the point in the whole thing. Like if 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 you're through well, hiking, a good time then. Yeah, but no, but if 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 you're through hiking something, like and and if you have some cold nights and and if you're uncomfortable for a few nights, then like. That'll affect your performance. Yeah. No, no, but no, but it, it will affect your performance. But like, but also, I mean, you won't have to carry that extra kilo. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I suppose though, yeah. it, it's all completely dependent on your objective. Like, for example, if you're trying to do it in a certain amount of days, then that would be legitimate. But if you're trying to do a trail for the for the enjoyment of doing a trail, yeah, then and the time's not such an issue carrying a little bit extra yeah. weight isn't I, I, so I, you've I, got I to ask yourself what your purpose is I, I, I think that I think that leads on to, to quite well to um, saying that um, all, 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 all of what we're saying is is really a personal thing you know like it's it's, it's, it's really like 
you know, we're, we're, we're giving our opinions on, on everything. Um, but like, you know, every, every, everything is, it's, it's is, our is, approach. Is, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's is our approach, but it's, it's all just a personal opinion on, on, yeah. on everything, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. 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 It's not, it's not a tutorial or like, this is how this is done. Yeah. It's just how we, what we think yeah, about it. Yeah. And what, what works for us. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind just mentioning, um, the CDT, the ULA CDT. Yeah, that I go for have. it. It's it's a nice pack. That's a nice. Yeah, pack. I yeah. I think it's an amazing pack. No, I, I, it's a good looking pack as well. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I, a, I really like it. It it's about four hundred grams and it's fifty two liters. Um, it's got a really nice external stretchy pocket on the front. Uh, it's got two nice pockets on the sides that can accommodate a big bottle of water. This one's got a a hip belt that's permanent. With two um, little zipped hip pockets that um, I found pretty useful. It's got a sternum strap. The top is uh, cinched up with a drawstring, and then on top of that, there's a strap that's got a buckle. Uh, but over, over, it's frameless, and I I used a therm, uh, thermarest ridge rest. Just but uh, like folding sections. Fold, like, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like brio. It, it's one that I cut down um, in pretty much in half and I like trimmed a bit off the sides and ended up weighing about 300 grams and uh, I folded that into three which is um, the width I had to be to create the back um, panel for my uh, pack but what we'll do is we're going to put a picture up of all of the packs with uh, you know saying which ones are which and uh, I think we'll also do uh a sort of we'll have each of our setups and it'll be kind of like that you know all laid out kind of thing for like a general lightweight uh hike so i was, you, I, I was just like i was just like to say about your you, you, you ula like um the, the i mean like like the, this is the pack you did the whole southwest coastal pathway yeah and, and and it's still like immaculate like there's nothing wrong yeah. with it at no, all it, like it's yeah that's so, so, so 630 miles and it's perfectly fine you know, yeah, there's, there's yeah. no problem with it. I was, it's, 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 I, 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 I bought, I bought my, um, I, I bought my, uh, Osprey Exos, uh, 36 at the same time as, as Tom bought his ULA. And, um, I got a few holes in mine, but, um, but that's, that, that's, that's probably from neglect from me. But, um, but they're 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 both they're both they're both standing up fine. Like I I, I could carry on with this, but it's, it it was just kind of personal preference that I yeah. changed. You know, I guess with the CDT being like a uh you know a lightweight pack, um, I suppose it, it sort of suggests that lightweight doesn't always mean delicate or or fragile. Mm. Um, but I think a lot of it's down to who you are as a person, how you. Yeah. Your equipment I mean, well. you've you, you you've taken that on a lot of like camping trips, you know, like yeah, I mean, yeah, I've stuffed yeah, like yeah, just you know, like full of like, yeah, like crap, you know, big yeah, bottles yeah. of like wine and <laughs> yeah. like you know all sorts of yeah, mulled wine stuff. and yeah. like stainless steel billy cans and like you know. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. plastic clips, <laughs> yeah, axes and stuff, yeah, uh, purely because I haven't got like a you know an alternative at the moment. So that's something you know in the future. Um, Jack's current pack. He's got a new a new addition. Yeah, je- je- yeah je- I've recently je- stepped up my pack game. Um, so my I for the last uh, sort of four or five years, I've been using the pack that I bought when I was in my um, late teens, which is about a two and a half kilo, uh, fifty five liter Coleman pack, and it had loads of pockets, loads of loads of everything. It was roomy, and uh, it I could fit my my uh, what was it my North Face tadpole in all my sleep system, like you fit a lot of stuff in it, but even empty, it weighed quite a lot. And um, given that I'd put such effort into reducing my shelter weight and my um, insulation weight, um, it seemed sort of ridiculous that I had a two and a half kilo backpack. Uh, so I settled on the uh, an updated version of the Osprey Exos 48, which is the same as Christian's pack in almost every way. It's an external frame pack. There are, I think, some cosmetic changes, and there's also an integrated... You can remove the brain, and there's, uh, like, an integrated... You'd call it a storm flap, except I don't think it's waterproof, so it's just like a like a little um, protective lid. Modesty flap. Yeah. Modesty, Modesty flap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I've yet to... It arrived um, in between shows, so I've yet to uh, actually test it in the field, so I'll give um, a bit of a, a follow-up next well, time I get some... I, I, 
Um, I'd just like to say uh, quickly on packs. It was there's loads of great packs out there for you know uh, almost any weight and you know for not very much money or for loads of money. Um, it's pretty. It can I like having just bought a new pack. Um, it's quite tricky to work out without actually seeing something in the flesh and trialing it. What is you know what represents a good good value or good um, weight or like a good buying proposition. Um, but I've been uh, one of the resources I've used is it's called outdoorgearlab.com, I think it is, and they do lots of good ultralight gear comparisons. And I've used it. I've used it as a reference point for lots of purchases, and they do pretty in-depth testing and like long-term testing of gear. Uh, so it's worth a look if you're considering upgrading uh, any of your. I was, I was, I, I, I was just, I was just say like if 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 you're looking at a backpack, um, I'd I'd say look. Um, look at your your volume of gear. Like like you you're way you're way better off getting all your gear together that you want to use and and uh, looking at like kind of getting an idea of what the volume is and getting an idea of what the weight is. You know because um, they are what yeah, dictates yeah, yeah, the yeah, size because, of the pack. Because that, 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 that would that would dictates the size of the pack and also what the pack kind of. Uh, well, you need load it to be able carrying. to do, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, it, it no, can take, you know. And you're better off getting a pack that's the size, like you're saying, the size of the volume that you have rather than going, oh, well, I'll get the pack of this size because yeah. I'll have spare because if you've got spare, you, let, you, you can often end up filling yeah. the pack. Also, if you go down the route of a frameless pack like the ULA uh, CDT or the, um, the uh, Gossamer Gear Cumo, um, it, it it kind of relies partly on on the it being full to give it to give it some structure, yeah. and and so like you 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 want to make it, sure yeah you, you 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 want you want to make sure it's like kind of full to give it some rigidity you know like you, mm. your tent your sleeping bag and stuff like that like uh, what give it structure and make it stiffer you know like you you is is using double it's double use you you know you're not using a frame to give it structure you're using your gear to give it structure mm. yeah um also a new addition uh from this point is um jack set up a instagram um account that is basically uh a way that you can see uh photographs of the stuff that we're talking about as a sort of reference visual reference yeah we're going to try and keep it reasonably up to date in terms of our trips and gear yeah, um, that we're talking about. Yeah, what's, the what's account it name called? is uh, Field Test Podcast. Field uh, Test as, Podcast as, with no spaces. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, if you are interested in Instagram and seeing what we're getting up to, then that's where we're going to post our uh, like content. companion visual content. Yeah, yeah. Because we, like it's a uh, like it, we're talking about these things, but you know, unless you can actually sort of unless you know what we're talking about or can visualize them, it can be yeah. pretty tricky to. And as as I said earlier, handle it. Like I. I want to see this as a sort of uh, a group discussion outside of this room and us no, three. No, totally, yeah, so I really like the you, idea. Yeah. yeah, if you've got questions, and I'm hoping that the, the pictures will, will promote more kind of discussion. Of interaction, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. like, you know, you can get, get in touch during the comments of this podcast or, or through Instagram. It doesn't make any difference. Um, and you can look at the pictures and if you've got questions or whatever... Then get involved because yeah, you know, let's, 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 let's like kick around some ideas and like yeah, know, like talk about some shit yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's a whole ton of stuff like you know we've got our things that we know about, but there's other stuff that we don't know about like maybe that's you know stateside or whatever. And yeah, tell us. Like, teach in us. In fact, I've got a really good example of that, and that's Alan um, EDC Kydex. He uh, he sh- showed me the um, Boreal Twenty One, which is a folding bow saw. Oh, and yeah. I checked it out, and it looks really awesome. And oh, sick. I'm, I'm definitely yeah, going to yeah. buy one. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a really awesome because uh, we were talking about bow saws, yeah, and it's yeah, something yeah, that we've yeah, looked into. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah cool, so man. thanks, thanks, Alan. Yeah, it is, Alan. Right. Yeah, um, we're going to just uh, outline what we're going to try and get done for next time. So as we mentioned, we're going to get a uh, Christian's going to get uh, some hiking in, and we're going to join him for a camp. All being well. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, skills wise, I think we're going to try. Uh, an area that we'd like to, we all three of us would like to get some more experience in is uh, fire lighting and fire starting. Um, you know, we've got, we've each got our, the methods that we prefer, but we, and I think I speak for all, the three of us when I say we haven't really ever strayed too far into the primitive fire making. No, techniques. I'd, I'd say like us, our sort of experience is more 
ultralight. More, more like lightweight hiking opposed to, you know, like bushcraft and in inverted yeah. commas. So we'd like to, so between now and the next show, we're going to actually um, put some of the th- sort of things we've uh, either read about or learned or seen on YouTube in my case mainly. Um, and actually try and get some primitive fire lighting experience down. We're going to set up multiple fire pits or fire clearings and give different methods a go and uh, come up with like a roundup and a review and uh, hopefully we won't have a freezing cold night uh, we could even like not take a backup Jesus are we really doing this Jack? Oh, okay. we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss this, we'll discuss this <laughs> off, off air anyway uh, so that'll be our that'll be our uh, we might have no, I think, I, this might happen or like we, uh, there might we be a mutiny like, for the next show <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, gear wise we might do we, we might so gear wise we're thinking we might do um, knife reviews so rather yeah. than like a big um, like we don't want to pretend that we're knife experts but we might uh, give reviewing the knives that we we use. might we might talk about okay. our experiences with the knives that we have yeah so um, not too well, it's, it's like opinions isn't it just, yeah just, yeah just, just opinions, opinions on yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um, i mean we're not going to go into like steels or styles or grinds yeah. it would just purely be purely because i like this knife like, yeah it'll be things yeah. that we like or dislike about like a handful of knives yeah so um but uh and yeah so we'll um We'll be back. Uh, it'll probably be a t- a two weeks, maybe a little bit shorter this time. We're going to try and record on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, um, all being well. So Short and sweet. Yeah. Until next time. This Peace is Field out. Test. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cheers. Yeah. Thanks from myself, Tom, and Christian. Bye. Cheers, bruv. <laughs>